0: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK Podcast. My name is Guy Murphy and I'm joined by... Joseph Scribbles, hello. And Daniel Kruper, good day. Well, how are you guys feeling? Because yesterday we did,
1: frankly, quite a mad thing. Wasn't it? It wasn't just yesterday, was it? (laughs) It wasn't just yesterday. I've kind Um, of like... That, coupled with the bank holidays, completely destroyed what I think a week is. Yeah, uh, my yeah, yeah. We haven't actually we said, said what, what it, it is. is yeah, R- Shall should,
0: should we not say what it is? We'll just kind of tease it because it's a big thing. and It's going to be coming out next week. But we basically played a certain game for
2: 24 hours. Yeah. Um, so please watch this video. Otherwise, it will all be in vain. <laughs> we, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> I, when someone mentioned that it was going to be four to eight minutes long, that yeah. video, I almost... Cried. <laughs> I could not deal with the amount of effort we were putting in. But no one else
1: doing this shit.
2: Yeah. But I think we I, care? We pioneers.
1: Care? We care.
0: We care about you. I think. Yeah. I think maybe like next week. Um. We.
1: i don't know I just need. It'll be. It'll be live
2: Gav's next week. Left Gav's left. Gav's, the like. Gabs left. Gabs literally walked away from his microphone. No.
0: I, I think I
2: didn't hear <laughs> a uh, He did hit record. This is all staying in.
1: I think this is fallout (laughs) from the thing we've just done. So we've been, by the time we finished.
0: It is recording.
1: (laughs) And this is an award-winning podcast. (laughs) by the time we'd finished, I think we'd been up, I'd been up for like, something like 38 hours. Yeah, I woke up at 6 o'clock the morning yeah, that we did it to uh, go me to the too. gym. I, I, like by the, Going home, no. I felt genuinely drunk, and my yeah. right hand was vibrating uh, at a frequency.
0: My
2: thumb really hurts. Like, like genuinely, it's bruised. Shaking. Yeah. Um, um I kept hearing, we kept
0: hearing, it came this morning, and like, it genuinely felt like, you know when you have those, like, mad nights, and you stay up all night drinking and that, and um, until fucking 10 o'clock in the morning, and then you go home. That's what I felt like when I went out into the thing. you got, you got to deal with real people and they're looking at you and you think shit they know that I've been funny. yeah so I'm, we've yeah, been on our own all like all evening yeah.
1: we went back into a full office yeah. with people we work with and some people we work on like other companies in our in yeah, our bigger yeah. company it's like
2: my, we're looking like scum Yeah, I, my eyes were so bloodshot it just looked yeah. like I'd stay yeah, up all night you had, smoking weed. <laughs> just you you, you, <laughs> you me, blazed in and the studio. It was four twenty yesterday. It was yeah, 420. four twenty. And you saw me going to the toilet and completely missed the door handle. That was amazing. <laughs> like because we <laughs> were because we only had the five of us doing it. Yeah. All of us only knew everyone at the same stage they were at. Yeah. So walking out and just getting this sudden glimpse of like, oh, we're not like humans anymore. Yeah. It was just Daniel like going to a toilet just. Just grabbing the air. Just like, I just suddenly had this, like, you know, when you're drunk and suddenly something makes you sober for a second. I just had this moment of, like, we're fucked. Like, if we went out on the road, we'd all be killed. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, we
0: will talk a bit more in depth about it next week. But yeah, so if the podcast, to be fair, I'm not worried about this podcast not having a good level of energy. It's not going to be as bad as when we were all fucking hungover as fuck. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's fine. There was Um, that one guy who really hated that. Did he? Mm. What did he say? Uh, you printed it out. <laughs> no, it was on it was on Twitter someone just tweeted I, us saying it was just awful to no, listen to I think, I I it. I think we framed that as well. I think if we hadn't said we were hungover, you wouldn't have known like you wouldn't have known. Yeah, specifically you, tweet man, if yeah, you still listen to this point. podcast. Yeah, we
1: framed that, almost open ourselves up to that criticism. Yeah. You wouldn't have known. Like, yeah, apart from Rory not being like saying anything for the last yeah. 20 minutes. <laughs> there was that. Um, um That's why we got four people. We that was a contingency. Yeah.
2: We were thinking ahead.
0: Excellent. But Joe, mm. other than Doing stupid things like playing video games for twenty four hours. You fucking nerd. Um what have you been doing?
2: I also <laughs> went to Orlando for six days to look at Star Wars things. <laughs> <You> <laughs> for six days straight.
0: Well. I was yeah, I was jet lagged. Um, twenty four hours a day, Star Wars. You stayed out oh, for six days. Nerd,
2: days. <laughs> nerdy Joe. I haven't been I haven't been in the office for like a long time and the first thing I came into the office to do was to play Mario Kart for a full day. I'd be in the office a long time. <laughs> yeah. It was mad. Um, um yeah, I went to Star Wars Celebration in Orlando and yeah. it was a good deal of fun. Um it's the yearly Star Wars sort of convention that we all went to last year which was yeah. very nice um this was a lot bigger yeah much much bigger it, it did feel like that i think well firstly they had more stuff to announce like last right. year they had rogue one and mm. that was kind of it oh and some rebel stuff and yeah. han solo yeah like I went, stuff. I went the year before in anaheim mm. and that was the, the the the
1: before force awakens yeah but that was it's almost like episode. the like not the spin-offs are like lesser years no. but like that was the first Star Wars film for, what, 19 years or something like yeah. that? And I, I think the hype for this movie is... Absolutely, is yeah. 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 Like, that's the thing. I'm not saying that the, Star Wars, the spin-offs
0: are not as good, but... But it's just... I think It ain't the same. It ain't the same. No, no. But, like,
2: the London one, someone was telling me it wasn't, like, official. It wasn't the real Star Wars celebration. No, so like what, it was... Like, it was a market knockoff. Who was no. telling you that? One of those
0: Americans you're so good friends with now, yeah. is it? Who is it? Terry? Max? Give me the names. <laughs>
1: Well, there was like a thing for years because you, you and I used to do a lot of stuff about Star Wars. And the thing we did an episode once about Star Wars Celebration, and they used to make a distinct thing saying Star Wars Celebration Europe. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think they do that anymore, no, they
0: but don't.
2: they used to. And like, it's almost like, it's not, it, it doesn't count. Yeah. I mean, judging by the size of this one, our one didn't count. Ours was just one room with a panel bit. This yeah. one was just, this was like a convention, like mile long convention centre to the point where when I accidentally went to the wrong door took me 10 minutes to walk to the correct door. It's ridiculous. Things are bigger in America, Joe. It's so much, burgers, uh, well, have People. to be, I looked, lives, I souls. At, I looked at Google Maps for the route from my hotel to the convention center. I was like, oh, I'm just around the block. Half an hour walk. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Too big. They need to
0: calm down there. It did look, like I was kind of keeping up with some of the stuff that we did, but mostly I watched a lot of the live
1: streams.
2: Did like, you? Which were pretty good. That means yeah. you probably
1: watched more panels than I
2: did. Yeah, really? Yeah, because I was just working. You there. say it was bigger. <laughs> you, say you said the actual convention was bigger. Does I it mean just more fucking Funko pop? Well, this, that's, the interesting thing is because our idea of the show floor last year was it's just a big shop. Yeah. And that big shop is there and it's bigger. But that convention hall has sort of lined off sections. Like there's a sort of interesting sponsored bit. So it's like last year they had that airline that painted all their stuff oh, their, yeah. like Star Which Wars has, figures. Yeah. yeah. That, that was there. And they also had like all these cars they'd done up. So they like remade the Star Wars Micro Machines size size, and like had a weird, like a Range Rover type thing, but done like an X-Wing. I don't know what that was about, but it was Uh, quite cool. That's definitely not Rodley. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then they had sort of custom shops. So um, Max found this shop uh, that sold um, a couch in the shape of a dewback. Oh, I saw that. That was amazing. Like really weird. So they had more sort of boutique-y stuff. And then you had the shop floor and then you had... um, like all the fan clubs, all these fan clubs from all over the US had their own stands. I don't know what they're for. Yeah. Like they were just handing out stickers to people, but it was just like showing off their collections. The garrisons. And things. They call it like Garrison 191 and shit yeah.
0: like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they, yeah. But that was a really famous one in London, yeah. isn't it? It yeah.
1: always sounds better. American, I think if you grew up in yeah. Britain, as it, it just sounds better. American stuff sounds better than Wolverhampton
2: yeah. Wookies. <laughs> yeah
1: like yeah. it's not as cool That's even though just, Americans are like wow that just sounds like <laughs> a really <laughs>
2: bad ice hockey team really. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know when you get them oh in like... yeah
1: Blackburn had when I was growing up they, we had a um, hockey team Blackburn Hawks the yeah. Basin Stoke Bisons yeah I, watched, I went I to watch the big game yeah. yeah.
2: I went to watch the Newcastle ice hockey team once and they like they're meant to be one of the big ones It's like fucking out of the middle of nowhere ice rink and about nine people turned up you're yeah. like oh no even the people playing they're falling over yeah. they can't skate they're backwards. all
0: drunk they're all drunk the high soccer team in Cardiff is? No um, Dragons. It's gotta be the Dragons. It's not it's uh, to do Doo Wales. Uh, oh,
2: what? No. Why do
0: you care then? The Cardiff Devils. No, they're really popular. Like, oh, if you, like you I go to their devils. games quite a lot when I go home and like they're really really it's a really how, good how are they, do, like, they doing, doing I think they've just been promoted. Hey, yeah. hey. Round of applause there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, um, so, other than the card of devils, what else did you see in the celebration? I'm going to, you asked me to do a top five, so I'm mm-hmm. going to go through a top five, but I'm not going to just talk about the big stuff, because okay. you can look but at it. But you were that. there to see Battlefront 2, right? Basically. Battlefield, no. But yeah, Battle Battlefront 2, yeah. Um, awesome. I'll start with that. Sweet. So, Battlefront 2 is really interesting. Um, the thing that I took away from it is that it's not only just doing that, sort of fixing all the mistakes people saw with the first game, which... Yeah. There were some. Um, Like, they're kind of making vehicles more interesting to get. There'll be more heroes on the field. Like, all that stuff, all the multiplayer stuff is kind of there. And they seem to be taking steps towards... Fixing that. Also, Criterion didn't tell us this during the pre-panel, which we went to, to tell us all the stuff we needed to write about, which is weird. Um, Criterion, the guys who made Burnout, they're doing all the space combat. Oh, and they did the VR thing recently, yes. didn't they? Um, yeah, they didn't tell us that there was space combat in the game, which is like one of the biggest complaints yeah. about the first game. It was really weird. Um, so strange. Anyway, uh, I talked to the PR about that. <laughs> the um, so space combat's in. That's he's really now cool. dead. Uh, yes. <laughs> 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 Under the Orlando that's Joe, Swamp. That's what Joe means by tall. <laughs> um, the really interesting thing is the story they've added, because everyone wanted a single-player campaign. Yes. Everyone would have been happy with just be like a rebel trooper on the, in those battles, I reckon, mm. if they if they were like, true to themselves. Written by someone we know. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this is what I was going to talk about. So yeah. the Battlefront story is from the Imperial side, Yeah, and you play as a sort of commando. They've made up this group of... Elite special forces people who are both amazing ground shock troopers and uh, space TIE fighter pilots. Sweet. Which is a cool mix, means you get to do everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, as far as we've been told, and I spoke to writer Mitch Dyer, ex of IGN, which is very nice. He went, the cutest thing in the world. He took holiday for Star Wars celebration and brought his parents down to go and watch yeah. the panel with him because they were all proud of him because it was were his super first proud game. So friends amazing. have been on Facebook, yeah.
1: I see posts he's tagged in, and yeah. like, that's amazing. Like Mitch is an, like a, an incredibly huge Star
2: Wars fan, yeah, yeah. yeah. and like. He got called out by Steve Blank from Lucasfilm during the panel, Aww. like by name. He was like, "This is all down to Mitch Dyer." And you're like, "That's fucking incredible!" Well That's very cool. Okay. All within
1: like just over a year. Yeah, the
2: first game. Jesus Christ, Mitch, make yeah. it difficult for the rest of us. Um, Showing <laughs> sure off. Unbelievable, but he he has contributed to this amazing storyline. It's like the first time I. The, the, the really interesting thing is, as far as they've made clear you are playing from the point of view of an imperial trooper who believes in the empire right you you do not you're not playing like a character who's gonna turn to the rebel side yeah, you that's hate the that's rebels really interesting isn't it yeah. it's the first time they've done that I think since <clears throat> since like TIE Fighter in the 90s yeah which is amazing. Like, I love the idea of that. Yeah, because so like the tagline, like is, going, like, is long with the Empire or something. Yeah, yeah. and, like, there's a, literally a line in the trailer where she's like, hope cannot save them, which is basically calling out the end of Rogue One, Yeah, which
1: I love. Like, <laughs> That's cool, isn't
2: it? Yeah. But, and it's also, it's written by
1: Mitch, but also the guy who wrote Spec Ops Spec Lime, up The Line, which is obviously mm. one of the most celebrated games in recent years from a, a story perspective. Yeah, anyway.
2: Like, really interesting take on that stuff. So that was one of my top five things, like, that they're actually still... Because the video games were always really interesting, weird places for Star Wars storytelling yeah. traditionally, and that sort of fell away a bit. And I'm really glad that this is maybe giving a clue to what motives. Because that, that Mitch works for Motive, which is sort of the EA's new one, hub yeah. studio that's working on all the games. Yeah, so that's they the Jade Redmond one. Yeah, so they they sit People. in the middle, and then there's like Visceral making Amy Hennig's Star Wars game, right. and there's and. I Think they're consulting on that as well, so there's this really interesting, and t- uh, the Titanfall guys are working on one as well. well it's which because really these are all canon, now, aren't they? Yeah, so these they are, are all part of the actual
0: canon. canon, so it's awesome that they've got one team. This, even though this obviously they've taken like really uh sort of talented developers and gone, okay, we want these guys to make a game, we want these guys to make a game, yeah. but it's still one team sort of directly controlling sort of the stories yeah. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and then Lucasfilm. Sits above them and goes, "Yeah,
1: "Yeah, you're
2: allowed to use that blaster, but not that one." Comparable
0: to
1: like the Marvel comic situation. Yeah, doing all this, it's like you need some level of coordination. Yeah, what a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah,
2: <laughs> <coordinating> all that. <gasps> Although, like, and, and then Disney sitting at the top with a big old wallet, us, filling a hell of a
1: spreadsheet.
0: We've we've spoken to some people <laughs> who worked on Star Wars and Marvel, like, and just having access to those. Just imagine, just like if you're working on that and having access, be like, oh, I actually need to go to the research vaults and uh, yeah. like find out stuff. Just imagine, just the stuff that you have. Yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. like I think fucking amazing.
1: And they, and it they sounds like, and we've spoken to people on and off the record where it sounds like they genuinely are very like. They know for a good like storyteller to get on board with this project, you need to give them freedom. So it's like, you need to fill in this space. You may need to get to this point eventually, yeah. but we're okay with you doing stuff in between. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. otherwise, if it's too prescriptive,
2: we can yeah, yeah. get anyone to do it. That's the other mm. thing about this story. is it, It's filling in the new gap in canon between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Like yeah. it, it's a 30-year-long campaign. Yeah. It's probably going to be like an eight-hour Mm. long game yeah. but you're watching this Imperial Trooper over the course, course of 30 years trying to avenge the death of the Emperor actually, that's like awesome. what the fuck actually
1: that storytelling gap between um, Jedi and Force Awakens is really good for the comics yeah. and the TV yeah. shows and, and video the video games as well, to yeah. kind of have at it like yeah. we're going to be going here yeah. we might do these one off spin off movies that might fill in one character's storyline yeah. in yeah. that yeah. time but. I think like that's
0: the really good thing of them getting, <laughs> it, getting rid of the, uh, the old extended universe because now they have got so much more to play with and yeah. they haven't got it they're not like bound by the choice dots. Like, yeah you're like no oh you can't call do you that yeah. the only dots you've got to join the very simple dots but not simple dots they're the films but like those are the only dots you have to join it's not like oh well so and so character was actually here during that, yeah. like that
1: exactly <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Yeah. oh shit no, they and really then,
1: yeah.
2: that, gap, and, that gap's also brilliant for like um, video games in particular because mm. that's going to be like the weird breakdown of the Empire and turning into the first that's going to be like Tons of war. Yeah. and that's what games love. Yeah, which is brilliant. Exactly, like, it's just going to be yeah. nuts conflict for ages. And they've definitely started doing it. We talked about
0: it when we used to do like this um, our Star Wars podcast, uh, Rebel Base. Like we talked about it a lot. Where it was just like the best thing about that as well is now all these talented people working on it have got all these characters, like settings, things that happen they can kind of draw on yeah, whatever like, they want, like Thrawn the, coming into yeah, Rebels. It's just like, like
1: you've got this huge body of what, just like the Marvel movie director. Yeah. it's like what do you want to take from
2: 50 <laughs> years of
1: comics that you find interesting exactly, and new yeah. version of? Yeah. And if amazing. you don't want to,
2: it's fine. Like, that's what, cool too. Thrawn was extended universe, yeah. though, wasn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, He's I mean. so
1: like, 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 such that. a good character. That's, that's, he's brilliant. Exactly. So, cool. so they've
0: got this part of extended universe stuff that they can just go, what was cool about it? Yeah. Thrawn, we'll have Thrawn. He's, like, he's amazing. amazing. Eventually, Yeah,
2: definitely. And he's kind batch. Well, you know who plays... It's Maz Mickelson's brother who plays him in Rebels. Is it? So... Get old man sticks. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Stick another boot into his less successful brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, <laughs> John
2: Mickelson.
1: Have you seen that new advert with Mads Mickelson where he's riding a bicycle? Yeah, it's great. Uh, Gab sent it to him. Oh. <laughs> I have seen Slack the full one. I have seen the 10 second version. Uh, what's it for? Just like It's like live more like the Danish people. It's for Carlsberg. Is it for Carlsberg? It's for Carlsberg, guys. Because yeah. basically, did, on, I man. saw loads of people today. Journalists as
0: well, by the way. Um, but they retweeted it. And it was basically, um, I think, like, visit. Visit Denmark have retweeted Carlsberg's advert and everyone's going oh of course uh, Denmark got uh, Mads Mikkelsen to advertise their country the Danish tourist board got Mads Mikkelsen it's advertising Carlsberg like that's what it's advertising Um, (laughs) they've literally retweeted the Carlsberg advert and people like loads of journalists like oh well
1: done Denmark no done their research good (laughs) Um, can we just get Mads Mikkelsen to advertise everything yeah that
2: would be really good I'd buy it yeah. Um, just well, three, yeah. I'd watch all ad breaks if it was just Mass Mickelson just holding up a series of products and yeah. smiling next to it, but in a way that made you think he might have just killed your dog. Now he's, he's, got, he's got to lick the packet as well, just lick it and then give you a wink. Well,
0: that's
1: if he
2: it. really likes it, Uncle yeah. Ben's. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's, his, that's his tell. Like Jonathan Ross has this tell where if he doesn't like your movie, right? But he has you on his show, he says, My kids loved it. Or my, or like Ooh. you go. Oh my, my daughter loved that movie. Yeah, Even he's got. If he th- doesn't,
2: so he can say like your movie without yeah. it being him. He's like that. Yeah. Private eye, tired and exhausted means you were drunk or hungover, oh. isn't it? <laughs> I tired was like... and exhausted. No, exhausted and something else. I don't know. Private eye. You reads that shit. It used, <laughs> it used to be for years Like,
0: if you if you saw someone on a chat show that was just like, um, oh, we had a lot of fun on set. That means the film
2: is actor bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot
1: of fun making it. he's <laughs> yeah. got see it.
2: Yeah, isn't that Mark Kermode's thing? If it looks like all the... If you hear the actors saying they had fun making it, that, yeah. mean, that means yeah. it's just going to be a crap movie yeah. forever. Yeah. That's uh, what else was good? Stop oh, salvation. yeah. Um, in, so the 40, 40th anniversary panel was lovely. The Specifically the best bit was the Carrie Fisher tribute, <laughs> which lovely, made yeah. everyone cry. Have mm. you seen it? No. It's incredible. Like, it's that everyone's been saying this, but it's the exact same way I felt after watching it. It's like, I can't believe I didn't know... What Carrie Fisher was like yeah. when she was alive. I'm mm. so annoyed that it took her dying to tell me how amazing. Oh really? It was. Okay, yeah. Like, like her writing. She writes her as a writing. 19 year old. Yeah. She was writing better than like anyone. Oh, I amazing. Know. Yeah. And I know a lot of writers. But also, like in her diary. Yeah. Like just, just her to herself. Private memoirs. Yeah. Like oh. she's incredible. Um and. The best thing about the tribute was it wasn't led by people being like, she was amazing. She was like, yeah. it's just clips of her. And you were just watching going, oh my God, she was so funny and yeah. so talented. There's a doc. Incredible.
0: There's a HBO documentary about her and her mum. Someone um, was telling me about yeah, that. Apparently it sounds it's incredible. unbelievable. Is it out actually?
2: I think it was on the plane happened. for some of the people coming from LS it? And like, oh man, it sounds like so good. Amazing. Yeah. Her so really daughter to. was there as well, wasn't it? Yes. It a sure really was. nice picture of her with more camel than Yeah. Um, yeah, just, like, an amazing tribute and really makes you, like, go, oh, wow. She was kind of, like, wasted by Hollywood somehow. Mm, yeah. Or maybe she just didn't want it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like, she obviously
1: had um, a lot of battles with mental health, problems, mm. which was yeah. made impressive. And, obviously, that lifestyle and mixture. But, you know, what a unique life as well. Yeah. Also, do you see that Gary was... At Star was Wars he? Gary was there. But uh, you've not seen this picture of him at Star Wars Celebration? No. It's absolutely amazing. Like, Gary came to Star Wars Celebration to remember Carrie. Oh. And there's a picture of him in the Gary foreground. Gary is Carrie's
2: dog, if you don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's
1: a French bulldog who always has his tongue permanently out of, hanging yeah. out of his mouth. And he's there in the foreground
2: looking at camera, surrounded by people. He's just done a shit in the background. <laughs> I can't remember if it was... In the tribute, or if it was in something else. But oh, there's this it. amazing clip of Gary just falling asleep oh. during during an interview, and Carrie Fisher just being like, "Look how boring your interview is." <laughs> we, I, I managed to catch them. All. Like, I think we did. Like walk, she was like walking the floor
0: Star so Wars celebration last year in mm. London with Gary. Oh um, yeah, and um, she went out to a shop to buy some lightsabers, assuming for like family and friends, not mm. for herself. But like, she's just got a fucking bin full of them. Yeah. Somewhere. So it's like, yeah.
1: so we can get you these. Yeah, but that's, I think uh, that's but what she's it was, and, like, I don't. I want to go meet Winterbourne. She went up to yeah. a shop,
0: a very busy shop, and saw some lightsabers and was just like, oh, I want to get those. <laughs> and she went up and just like paying, like just watching Carrie Fisher type in her PIN number. Just like, <laughs> I, I, I filmed it as well. I was like, I think at one point I was going to put it up and be like, even Carrie Fisher has to pay for Star Wars stuff. But I was looking at it, going, that's not a video, but it's just an, a really it's nice interesting thing interesting that see. she's yeah. like us. Yeah. She's got PIN numbers too. <laughs>
2: um, um, so that was lovely. Uh, another thing that was really good was... Um, the Last Jedi trailer. I don't yeah. know how well it was received. I've seen a, some people being quite sniffy about it. I thought it was kind of amazing. Yeah, I like, really liked it. Did you like it? Yeah, you I liked weird it. Weird like, up,
1: like, I just wasn't was like, okay, yeah.
2: blown away by it, mm,
1: but yeah. like, I still really liked it. Yeah. I just, I don't think I had like a goosebump moment.
2: No, like do with certain trailers, but yeah. Yeah. I watched it in a room of a thousand people yeah, screaming, we, so like, that kind of worked out time. for me. But <laughs> circumstances. But yeah. it, um, the, the amazing thing to me was after the trailer came out, just hearing everyone discussing it for yeah. like a day. You walk past every single conversation. That's cool. And everyone's got a theory. Yeah. And that was in a world where like (laughs) trailers are this, this thing that just tells you the story before you've seen a film. Yeah. People go, I've seen the movie now. Yeah. Yeah. To have The Last Jedi just provide a series of images and for everyone to be like, right, right. I've got to work out what this is and then talk about their friends with it. That's an amazing community thing. It's really good, yeah. Such a weird, like, event to have created. Yeah. I really liked that. So that was another excellent thing. Uh, And then one of my favourite things was watching Hayden Christensen get interviewed on the Star Wars show and sound really bored by the whole thing and then get asked what his opinions on sand were. Have you seen, you know, his terrible bit of acting? Yeah, So in episode two, he's standing there with Padme and he gives this Awful metaphor mm. speech about sand Where he's like I hate sand It's it's coarse And it gets everywhere um, Not like you You're smooth <laughs> Like it's just this awful bit Oh yeah And so he's been remen- It's become like a meme <coughs> For yeah. how bad it was Right And so, so at the end of this interview this Is this someone inter- in the audience? No the interviewer goes Oh I just wondered what your thoughts on sand were And he goes in He loves it Like oh. the whole crowd goes oh, good, nuts yeah. laughing And he goes I've written down the quote He goes so the original quote is, it's coarse, it's rough, it's irritating, and it gets everywhere. So his response was, well, you know, it's not very smooth, and it doesn't really stay in one place. So I'm not much of a fan of it. Ah, <laughs> I right. was like, what a lovely thing to do, like, That's just really to good. get well into it. I'm sure it was prepared, but it was yeah. a good moment. The thing is, it must be really hard for him. It must be like, It must be so
1: hard for him to be. Yeah, Imagine like, when he got that role, like, thinking yeah. what it was yeah. going to be compared exactly. to the reality of what it was. Like, obviously, still amazing to yeah. be involved in those movies, yeah. but yeah. he's he's in genuinely. <clears throat> and I, I thought I watched it two weeks ago, and
0: I talk I've talked about it quite a lot. But he's in. Uh, I think Shattered Glass is one of my favorite. It's in. It's definitely my top twenty-five. I have no idea what that is. It's a film about this uh, this writer. As journalist who uh, writes for a newspaper uh, The New Republic and it's like the magazine is like Air Force One's magazine of choice basically and this is a true story this is a true story okay. about this guy called Stephen Glass Air and Force
2: One's favoured magazine I, what's that circulation I don't, know, I don't know why I know that but it's in the, it's
0: in the, it's in the film right? Right. I've, I've seen this film so many times and I don't know why um, <laughs> I just... It's something about the film I It's like really the movie's like. beating
1: you down yeah. you, like, no, I to have
0: it in your top 25. But I, I'm not, but I, I saw it. I, the first time I saw it, I was like, that is a brilliant film. Um, and it's basically a true story about this journalist who works for The New Republic and he gets caught out on this story that he writes um, about it being... Essentially, he's made it up. Like, okay. he, he's just like... You know, really celebrated journalist, and he's made up about 9 11.
3: No, because
1: oh. <laughs> that happened in it. Well, he made it up. No, there was that. Like, I've heard about this other story about this. Ju- like, anyway, oh, go okay, on, go on. on. Um, I thought that was just a conspiracy thing. No, no, I was no, no, like,
2: no, no. have you heard about the thermite no, on the beast? So like, we know your thoughts about 9 11. Don't bring them on the podcast. There's no way they would melt at that temperature. <laughs> I don't want to hear you screaming the word oil again. Tempered steel melts at 1200 degrees. <laughs> you know this
1: no this is anyway i'll tell you afterwards leave your files at home <laughs> you've got
0: several binders full of nonsense we don't, don't want to turn to, a, this podcast. turn
1: to picture 12 in your journal. in your packets in your packets
0: um <laughs> but anyway as about this journalist the hole was bigger than the wingspan <laughs> and uh he he cooked up a load of stories basically and he gets caught out on one then they start going back through all his other stories and realize that actually he fabricated like 80 percent of everything he ever wrote um, and it's just a, it's a really really good story it's kind of like an investigative like eh, character piece about this guy anyway but he is brilliant in it I want to bring it in maybe I'm mental like I want to bring it in so you guys can see it tell
1: me if you think it's good or well Joe and I we're talking about we should watch some movies in the office yeah. one night like that other people haven't I seen I
0: couldn't uh, the thing is that we talked about this on this podcast Do like, want, no
1: don't watch that with us I like, can't yeah. sit here while you watch
0: we, Shattered Glass you should be looking at me with a fucking side eye me being like <laughs> you don't you reserve when the you job you've this. got I mean, exactly. I, actually, it, so this is
1: pre Star Wars
0: uh, I, think, I think it's Durin I think right. it's Durin so mm, like two, he yeah. might, have, might have filmed two or something like that but like I'd be really interested for people who listen to this podcast to go watch Shattered Glass and let me know if I'm mental. It's weird
2: to think that there was a gap between all those films. They feel like one thing to me now. Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. six
0: years. That's mental. That's
2: nuts. Um, but yeah, Hayden Christensen, good in Shattered Glass, good on this
0: panel. Good in but. this one question on this panel. <laughs> but no, so I'm saying like, it must be really hard for him to turn up to a Star Wars thing. Uh, like, he must know. The thoughts on Star Wars. Well, this is that, that's the he
1: interesting probably thing. He doesn't care, I, but, but also, like, he, but also care.
2: going to Star Wars celebration. He's with the people who probably love it the most. Yeah, <laughs> I even think, like yeah. I think the prequels are entering a period of nostalgia now as well, yeah. as the kids who watch them at the time grow up and yeah. don't. and they don't care that they're bad films because they're their kids. They're their childhood films. Yeah. yeah, and also like the fact that the the new ones that people love, well, Force
1: Awakens, like that's not the last Star Wars yeah. they're ever going to have on the big screen. Yeah, so it's yeah. almost like. That's
0: a good point. The percentage yeah.
1: of Star Wars on screen that they contribute is lower now.
0: I'm like a friend of mine, she said the other day she hasn't never seen she's never seen a Star Wars film. I I can that as well. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show her I'm gonna start tomorrow. We're gonna watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to start with.
1: Oh, you've got to
2: start with a new hope. Do you yeah. think?
1: Yeah, because I think don't even bother think, with the prequels. I man. think it's better to what yeah. Imagine the slog you've got to do to start with episode Nine one. Nine hours. Yeah. I, I'm and also that, like yeah. I think finding that like she'll probably know the major beats of yeah. what like I am your father and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. so you might as well go in the way that everyone's seen them, yeah. like most people.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, I'll do that,
1: <laughs> and then you've got the option <laughs> of skipping the prequels.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's it. If like I haven't seen it for know. years though, and I kind of fancy watching them, so, so like, you can force, force her to watch, her to watch them. Watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a couple of really interesting podcasts that I listened to recently. Okay, um, that uh, maybe it's probably not coincidental that I've listened to them recently. So one was. Um, just back to the, you talking about the vaults and stuff. The latest yeah. Adam Buxton podcast has Garth Jennings on it, who oh, cool. directed Sing. And he finished the... Like, he mastered a lot of that at Skywalker Ranch. Ooh, and he nice. just talks about what it's like being there, like, just as a person staying. Must be so Sounds exciting. Sounds fucking yeah. incredible. Because yeah. he he's just walking around. this one bit where he's like, I'm at breakfast, and there's this big pile of donuts, And he says to himself, oh, there's nothing more American than this. And Jodie Foster behind him goes, yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you, and he was just like... I turned around. It's Jodie Foster. <laughs> it's really weird. I love it when Garth Jennings is on the
0: Adam Buxton podcast. It's a, it's oh, really this, this
2: latest one's amazing. It's Adam Buxton going on a country walk with Garth Jennings and oh. Julian Barrett. Oh. And they're like, oh, wow. Just having a really nice conversation on a walk. That's I brilliant. love that podcast. And then um, the other one, uh, I Was There Too, which I think we've talked about before, oh, um, yeah, yeah. which is the podcast where an American guys talk fantastic to, podcast sometimes. Talks to people who were also in f- big films, but mm. weren't the major parts. Um, but this last week, he had um, the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Oh. And he is talking like, quite openly wow. about yeah, how it felt to it, yeah. be that in, in, in that yeah, situation. Yeah. There's a and, really good one on Phantom Menace with Greg Poops. Yeah, that's the first episode. <laughs> yeah, first, he's in Phantom Menace, episode. yeah. Um, yeah, that's incredible, where yeah. he talks God, about how- Imagine, like, do you even tell people? Well, like, there's this amazing bit where he's like... I can't remember the question. I feel like he's owned it. I've seen quotes and stuff on him a different thing. Oh, he really does. Like he, it, yeah. he, he said this amazing thing. I can't remember the exact question, um, but it's something along the lines of, you know, how do you... No, It's not how do you feel about it, but it's like looking back on it at the time when you finished episode three, like, how did you what what legacy did you feel you had and he was like well it's been nothing but green lights for my career ever
3: since
2: <laughs> i love the idea that's that he's really just good. like, like I, I, I get it
1: i yeah. think that's the thing like you don't oh, if you don't enter into that social equation you don't feel the effects of it yeah, it's like yeah. the end of so you've been publicly shamed it's like yeah. shame as a thing you have to the person being shamed has to like buy into it yeah, yeah, definitely, if they don't yeah. then you they don't feel it and, and he was like
2: being... 23 24 coming out of stomp when he first did that Shit. thing. Like, imagine being Again, that guy. Again, you know. cast in Star Wars. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, oh. a major character in Star Wars. Um,
1: right. I, one favourite moment from, from Star Wars War Celebration, uh, when Harrison Ford was asked, are you looking forward to seeing the new Han Solo movie? And he said this in front of the audience, and he just goes, not
2: really. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he actually likes Star Wars, though, is Absolutely there? Absolutely not. <laughs> and, That's yeah, awesome. The fifth thing is the show itself is amazing, and, like, unlike most conventions... It, because everyone's there for one thing, it's just yeah. lovely. Like, it's a really nice place to yeah. be. Mm. Um,
0: I think that's what like we said last year at the end of the thing. It was just like, we're all right, we've got about 20 minutes. Um, I, I was checking the time because we're off to a screen then. That's where that chat was then. <laughs> um, behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought I
1: was doing it subtly. No, but, no. Uh, it's just, Your
0: jacket well, made a really I, loud noise. I was noise. saying because I didn't think you could see no. the time, so I was being helpful. Anyway, um, <laughs> we went to... Eve Fan Fest the other week in Iceland, uh, which is a festival all about the space game Eve Online, which I've never played. I love reading about EVE Online. Yeah, I love goes. making videos about EVE Online. <laughs> I love writing about EVE Online. I love reading shit about EVE Online because it's an amazing, bonkers community like, of people. If you've never, you have no idea, what, what is it? It's a space, I would say battles, but some people don't battle. It's no. basically like, some people uh, describe it as spreadsheets in space because <laughs> it's such an intricate, um, it's such an intricate sort of space game where you can do, a lot of
1: different jobs and stuff like that. It's like not some, like an artificial community, isn't it? Essentially, well, it's yeah. a virtual community. It's, it's not artificial. Like a lot it's of people virtual.
0: describe it as something like uh, it's kind, <clears throat> kind of like Warcraft, but not quite as sort of like gamey as Warcraft. And it's kind of like Second Life, but not. But there is an actual game element to it, um, like a big game element to yeah. it as well. Um, there's a huge sort of like meta game thing to it, which is outside, and you also have these like giant space battles, which always make the news because mm. people plow a lot of their own money and real money. Into getting these spaceships, the, and like some spaceships and some like battles end up costing people like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It it,
2: cr- it creates like just because of the openness of it and the yeah. whole idea, CCP, the developers, openly say, like, we kind of just don't develop the game, like, no. the, the, yeah, yeah. the the events that happen in the game. We leave yeah. that to players. So people run actual businesses in yeah, that yeah. game. It's a
1: very unique way of development because there's things that have happened offline because it is a virtual world, yeah. but the factions and the relationships obviously bleed over into reality, which yeah. in turn then influence the lore and future yeah mechanics of the game so people might go off create this kind of like alliances that exist in the real world yeah. or events so they'll decide things about certain characters or events in the history of the universe and then the ccp will then into, like incorporate that yeah. into future updates to the
2: game yeah. Yeah.
1: so this is this weird digital biological organism
2: yeah it's bonkers have, and- you, have you ever heard <laughs> read that story about how democracy was killed in eve no. It's fucking amazing. I'm not going to get into it because it's like a very yeah. deep thing, but basically, someone created a, a pocket of space that was a true democracy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I then all this. these fucking corporations yeah. came and just ate them alive, yeah. and now democracy doesn't exist anymore. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um, I think it's just called How Democracy Was Killed in Eve. Yeah. Go look it up. It's an amazing article.
0: Like, it's just the, the thing, the reason I'm so obsessed with it is because people get so obsessed with it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and just like people, like, dedicate a lot, a huge portion of their lives to it. Yeah. Um, there's a really good article on Eurogamer, which is like their HR dude, and like if one of the events <laughs> guys played EVE Online. I first I first met him at FanFest once a couple of mm. years back. And he is like recently, well in the last few years, the job that he did, like I can't quite explain it because I'm not smart enough, but the job that he did within his sort of- HR H- Eurogamer. Yeah. <laughs> um, the job that he did uh, in, in his sort of faction um, was just patched out by CCP they were just like you know when they were just doing tweaks and stuff like that to the game the thing that he did which was very like sort of controlling thing was patched out of the game so there's this article on your game which is like I was patched out of my favourite game and it's just like they did this patch that meant that his role was no longer necessary I've got to read that that uh, he's, amazing it's really good because he's not, he's not a writer but I think he had help from the writers at you to to he make had help um, he,
2: had he had, did it all in crayon, got, he crayon. In
1: <laughs> we'll cross the T's and dot the
2: I's, Jeremy
0: uh,
2: all your R's are backwards it's like Toys R, R- Us. Um, Like, like <laughs> Russian in a Mission Impossible episode from the 60s. <laughs> this is just a picture of you. Yeah.
0: But like, fanfest is this amazing thing. So like I've been a couple of times and I banged on about it for years. So this is your first
1: time, Krupa. Like, yeah. So people, what, what do you think? I thought it was brilliant speaking to people. So people come, um, so an annual convention, people yeah. come all over the world to this little rock yeah. in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean yeah. that's cold and weird and lovely. And just speaking to these people, because we did the interviews for a video about like, because obviously a lot of people on IGN like never play you, so we're going to do yeah. a video. Where it's like, why, Wait, would, you, why would you play this game? Do stuff, stuff like, about yeah. it. I never played it, <laughs> and just like kind of giving some insight. So we're speaking to people from all over the world, yeah. and just saying in simple terms, in layman terms, can you just explain like what what you do in the game? Yeah, and the the variety of answers we got was astounding. Yeah, there's one guy who he works for the government, I think, in yeah. Las Vegas. And he, he's a, he's like, I'm a manufacturer. And for a while, like, I tuned out. It was like I thought he was describing his regular job. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's like I'm a manufacturer. I, 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 I create blueprints for object uh, for devices, and I sell them. I trade them. What? Yeah. Like, how are you doing that in mm. the game? And he was such a lovely man. And also, everyone we met was so smart and articulate. I think that's what we came away like... passionate about this game. Because obviously, a very intensive game. Yeah. It's like you could just play <clears throat> this game. It's almost like game is a poor descriptor for what this thing is. And they were so passionate and articulate about what this game is and what it offers them and I, like I it's hard not to be like, I love that I love there's two things I really like I like watching programs about people who are really good at one thing yes I also like meeting people who We're are really, really into a thing about, yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah I just get a really good feeling from it
0: I think we came away from it because we basically did a thing where we spoke to a bunch of people on the show floor which seemed a lot smaller than it was a couple of years that <laughs> I've been before but I think that's because people have settled people it's a lot of the same people go to it now and they yeah. settle into the thing and that also, they like doing yeah and
1: that, they also have an event now in Vegas in they Mid-Yet. do yeah, I want yeah. Go to Vegas. Go to Vegas instead, yeah.
0: But you should go to Iceland. I've never been to Vegas, though, so I don't know. Um, but I Definitely like, go to Iceland. <laughs> yeah. But like the, the thing that we came away from saying was like people are like so smart about things. But also, I've been at events and stuff where we've decided we're going to make a video where we speak to the general population. Um, and actually, the Switch one was really good. We did a video from the Switch one, me and Joe. Oh, yeah. And everyone was really good in there. But like a lot of the time, you come away from stuff and like you're filming stuff, you're like, oh, I fucking can't use any of this. Because people are just like, oh, so tell us why you enjoy this game. Oh, I just think it's really good. It's like, pff we have fuck i've none of that at eve it was just like this is what i think is good this is why you should play it and they go in uh, into
1: so much detail about it and you can't help but be swept alongside yeah. it like, all it's do it. all like very different answers as well yeah and there's nobody dealing in like platitudes or no. cliche they're just like very specific unique interesting answers yeah all so good the also gonna... in, in people in their
2: second languages yes yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um you should all watch Gab's mini documentary about the Matani oh, yeah. from last year because I really liked that. That, yeah. was, that was an excellent little thing.
0: So the, 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 I did a video, yeah, two years ago. Me and Rich Bear passed. It two video, years, it two years ago. Christ yeah. alive! Um, mm-hmm. Did a video about this guy called the Matani, who's basically become like, or did become like the tyrant in uh, Eve Online. Like you probably, if you know anything about Eve Online, then you'll know the name the Matani. But he's basically like this really smart um, dude from I'm not sure, maybe Washington. I think he's from, but he's a lawyer. Um, And then he decided to run this uh, faction and start being, like, the best person at EVE. Is that Goon Squad? I don't think he... I'm not sure. I can't Mm. remember now, like, off the top of my head, like, which part he was from. I think that was part of it. Mm. Um, But he's just a really, really smart dude. But he plays this sort of, like, bonkers character of, like, really sort of... Uh, I don't know like tyrannical dude basically but we met him in a bar this year at the Hard Rock Cafe the Hard Rock Cafe what like so every every year Eve uh, Eve Fan Fest they do this thing called a pub crawl um, which that's
2: like like meeting Kim Jong Un in a walkabout (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make sense Zigger bomb in hand Um, he goes that's the kind of bomb I want to see you with
1: yeah (laughs) Kim (laughs) <laughs> the
3: only one yeah. he's like trying to throw it at America yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: he's like throwing it over on, the walkabout <laughs> yeah. <But> nearly there <laughs> and he, do, he does a lot of like weird stuff sort of offline out of the game like and, like the rumour is that like, he never logs in and stuff like that he's just part of the community and I think like you need people like that he's done some sort of questionable things in the in like in some early years which the video goes into yeah he did some um, awful stuff but he uh he came over like so I and, I, and he sort of the video if you watch the video uh, it's called like me. EVE Online's if you type in IG, if you type in EVE Online to IGN's YouTube it's not, one of the only videos not that many videos <laughs> yeah um, you'll get it. Um I think it's like meet gaming's most ruthless tyrant um, oh that was it yeah so uh, basically over the course of us being at FanFest he declined an interview um, well, he said he was going to do an interview <coughs> and I think word got back to him that we were making a video specifically about him and then he didn't want to do it um, and he does play up to this character as well but he came over to us in the Hard Rock Cafe and like we were on this um, pub crawl so we were quite pissed um, even though like I think Iceland version of a pub crawl and a British version of a pub crawl very different very different, very very different. Um, like we're with uh, PC gamers Andy K who's Scotch so he obviously likes a drink and, so an um, Englishman a yeah. Scottishman and a Welshman yeah. walked in a, into a bar and <laughs> in, they in went, Iceland and
1: they wouldn't accept our free beer tokens yeah. <laughs> that actually happened we went to the first pub <laughs> on the pub crawl and we got like three free tokens for beers Yeah. well some of us got three yeah <laughs> I went and got nine for us. Of course us. you yeah, fucking but I, did. I haven't received my tokens yet. <laughs> all, it going. Iceland is a small place. That is
2: deliberately ruining their economy <laughs>
1: we, we went in um it's the first bar went, can we have a beer please and they went what are these yeah what are these? these we have to ring the manager <laughs> yeah it was really awkward wow how but, many people sorry you haven't finished <laughs> okay yeah so anyway <laughs> so me. we so yeah we, like
0: their version of a pub call is you go to three pubs and you go to a club um like i guess like our version is like you start 11 o'clock and you hate each other by nine o'clock mm-hmm. um but we we were in the hard rock cafe he came over in the middle of it and went. Hey Gav, I just want to say I really liked your video. Like... I'm not in that video, by the way, as That's well. amazing. Like, my face is not in that video. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously knows enough, or he's done... He he's, re- he's got a folder on you. That's the thing. He does have folders on people, apparently. Um, but he came over, and do you know what? Well, for the first time when I speak, when I was speaking to him, I was like, I kind of understand him a little bit more. Like, he plays this character, and a lot of people buy into it. And I definitely bought into it two years ago. But, like, talking to him, he's just like a normal dude who just realised there was a way to make a lot of
2: money from a lot of impressionable people. It's easy to forget that, like, role-playing games Absolutely, are a yeah, thing yeah. in like because you, you don't get that much no. role playing stuff in video games anymore that's no. just not how games went so it's yeah. kind of easy to forget that people might be playing a role yeah. although he has said uh, bad stuff in real he has life, said bad stuff in real life yeah. so it's hard to exactly he's, he's really not hard. two different people no
0: Um. but we yeah we saw a lot of stuff we got really cool shit coming up um Mostly, we met a man who's referred to as the Space Pope. <laughs> I there is an amazing
1: picture of
2: him <laughs> oh, yeah. in a lift. Yeah,
1: yeah if you go um, my Twitter, you can see a picture of me and Gav in a lift with the Space Pope. Yeah. And a space Nun. With a stinking hangover. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: but yeah, that just, that's going to be some really good stuff coming out soon. But we also got to speak to Hodor from Game of Thrones. Uh, Christian Near. DJ Christian Near, I think his name no, is. Yeah. Um, and we. Uh, had plans to sort of maybe play like this Nintendo switch with him and like talk to him. We, we got into a keyword on which you guys can hear in a bit. Um, but we went to this interview I'm not going to go into like into massive detail, but we went into this interview. We were very hungover. It was the day after the, um, pub crawl, the morning after the pub crawl. And me and Krupa were sitting in this room and we set up the room to play, um, to play the switch with him. I thought I'll play a couple of like one, two switch games with him. It'll be quite fun. So we're setting up this room, sitting there talking and, this incredibly wiry, um, I guess kind of like, uh, like English, just typical English sort of, he looked like someone from The Only Way is Essex. Walked, wide boy. Wi- yeah, a wide boy. Yeah. He walked into his room and like he's coming in tattoos. Um, I'm not saying that in any kind of judging way because I am. I'm saying, it, I'm saying it so you can pitch it in your head. Uh, he walked into the room and he was very excited. He was on it. Like he was on it. He was on it. He was on it. He, and he was... Uh, Hodor's um, manager so he walked into the room alright boys so what's your questions <laughs> and we were like uh, well it's going to be like a podcast just like a general chat we don't have any questions we're just we're like we very rarely have questions so we go into these things we just have a nice little chat and then we've got this game called Keyword Countdown which uh, is a movie so you've got to guess the movie game we're going to play that and then hopefully some time at the end we'd really like to play the Nintendo Switch with him because we think that video would be really good alright well no politics questions <laughs> Well, yeah, we probably won't ask him any politics questions, man. To be fair, he was like, um, "Who's the real king in the north?" And he was like, <laughs> and then we started going on. He was like, "Yeah, I don't want any politics questions. Don't want any of that." I was like, "Mate, chill out. Like, we're not going to ask him any politics questions." He's like, "Yeah, when well, you say chill out, and like, well, I we've been surprised before, and I'm not being surprised today." And like, I'm just looking at Cooper, and I was like, nervous laughing, but at the same time finding it very funny, but at the same time being very aware that I was losing my temper, um, and I don't have a very good temper. <laughs> Uh, So I was like trying to calm myself down because I was like, this I was like a a bystander in a scene from the Incredible Hulk
2: (laughs) miniseries. Yeah. Try and take a drink from a bottle of water and just end
1: up biting the top (laughs) off. I was like Donald Blake, wondering how I can summon Thor to (laughs) quell your
0: anger. Because the dude was just being rude. Um, He was being very, very rude. And he's just like, at one he's just like, also, we haven't got time for games. Uh, we haven't got time for games at all, so that's going to take a long time. So let's just stick with it. Simple uh, interview. And I was like, mate, you know it's fucking Hodor, not Obama, right? You bring it in here. At E Fan Fest. And I was just like, and Then I wish I'd been recording. That's the only thing. I hit records just after, just so you can hear a little bit of the reaction that me and Krupa had. Because the guy then walked out. He's like, "Okay, I'm bringing him down," uh, and walked out of the room. And I literally just stood in the, in like the doorway with my hands over my head, like shaking and trying to calm myself down, because I thought, if he comes back, I'm gonna fucking hit him. <laughs> like, I'm gonna chin him, I'm gonna chin Hodor, I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> chin frenzy. I'm gonna, by the end of the day, I'm gonna have to fucking go speak to the space, to see if he needs any space monks. <laughs>
1: Um, and just, that's me now. Well, it's me that's going back. Gavin come back. Last time I saw him, he was walking off into a glacier to the Lonely say, Man theme tune, just, <laughs> just, da, 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 just climbing the volcano. Da, da, da. One day he'll return with it fully <laughs> under control. Da, but like, so we're laughing about it, and like, our well,
0: group was just like, "I don't want to do this now." Yeah, yeah I, I, really I'm, I'm
1: very much other, like I just kind of just like I don't want to do it anymore.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and I was like, "No, no, come on," because it could turn out that Christian is a really, really nice dude. And do you know what? That's exactly how it turned out. He's one of the nicest people that we've ever spoken to. Mm. Like, he was so nice. Um, and so you can hear a little bit of it now, plus a little bit of just, like, our reaction. Um, <laughs> Are you including that bit? I'm not including the bit where I say to Krupa, well, you can hear it now, but there's a bit where it's just like, oh, I'm just going through uh, my questions, actually. Um, yeah, first question, uh, Hodor, why is your manager a fucking maniac? <laughs> Might as well put it in. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we were laughing so, so much. And, like, do you know what? Like, when people say to us, like, people say to us all the time, because we interview quite a lot of movie stars and stuff, like, who's who's the strangest person you've ever had to deal with? Turns out it's Ho'Do's manager. <laughs> so,
3: how are you doing, man? Yeah, man, well, I'm good. Um, just flew in yesterday. Yeah. I've always wanted to come to Iceland, but I yeah. always imagined it would be a holiday. <laughs> um, but yeah, really good to be here. I've yeah. always wanted to come here. Awesome. So, what, like, what, are you into the game or are you just like... I have, have played the fun? game.
0: Really? I have we played haven't just
3: fun. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> From afar. Yeah. <laughs> noobs. yeah. I, uh, I definitely have played the game. Um, yeah. I'm a Warcraft guy, um, yeah. so obviously a lot of my guildmates would have played EVE as well. Yeah. So I, I tried EVE. Way too complicated for me. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think I like to shoot a bow and arrow with things and they die. <laughs> and I don't like my whole shit to be blown up forever. Yeah. Which I believe can happen in Eve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're speaking to some people who've lost like five thousand pounds worth of stuff. Yeah. See that's not fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I get it. I i think I, I if I had a little bit more time, I would get into it. Yeah so that's the thing that i like some cool. of the spin-off games as well i know there's yeah. some vr games yeah valkyrie yeah 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 so um i like the idea of that as well
0: yeah we've played a couple of those we played valkyrie yesterday or oh, uh, gun jack which is pretty good as well yeah yeah um, I played Gun jack yeah, you, yeah. Said, you
3: mentioned world of warcraft what else sort of stuff do you play that's it man I, mean, into warcraft. I have i have got all the consoles including yeah. the switch but i uh don't have time at the moment yeah so i keep getting all the games um and they're just waiting for me yeah uh, they're calling me they're <laughs> calling me, and when i get home i'll get maybe like four days at home and all i want to do is just do a bit of farming warcraft and yeah. give, make sure i'm up to speed get everything um updated yeah and that's all i do yeah it's very sad no it's awesome nice. no, it it so i would like is to fun. play other games but yeah. i just i just don't have the energy or i don't have the attention span either yeah I'm. Um, we so, keep
0: like seeing you like popping up in like these different
3: videos, obviously like hold the door and stuff like that. That's
0: yeah. That's, that's you forever now, right? Oh, it is. Yeah. And what makes me laugh? <laughs> You're like, for fuck's sake, this again?
3: No, <laughs> people. Um, people think that like, it keeps happening to me, but I'm yeah. always usually the one who sets it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just did one with the ex-filial. I saw like, that. Yeah. yeah. A question, and I'm like, I set it up.
2: It yeah, was yeah. my fucking idea. Yeah.
3: You know what I mean? Where's my <laughs> credit. <laughs> well, yeah i like, you know what I mean, I think I'm genuinely annoyed in these videos. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's just a testament to my marvellous acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just,
0: uh, uh, the Game of Thrones is like a massive thing as well, man. Like, what was it like yeah, to be
3: a part of that? Yeah, it was crazy good. Um, I can't believe it's actually over. Yeah. But uh, it's, it is over and it's not over. There's still all these little tidbits keep coming through. Yeah. Like, was now the MTV Award, which I just found out about. Did um, you know what this? No, 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 Yeah, I just got nominated um, for the from the death scene amazing for tearjerker of the year for an MTV Movie Award yeah so I'm like what that's amazing it feels like a hundred years ago it happened so all these things keep happening because of that yeah Um, so I still feel like I'm very much part of it yeah Um, but it definitely changed my life Um, nothing is the same as it was before I I I took that part Mm. everything's different that's amazing. In good ways. Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah, all good ways. So, well, what kind of stuff will you be playing tonight? Like, it's obviously like the DJing thing is like a massive thing, right? Well, it's been my job for 20 years now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not one of those DJs who brings a USB stick. I do bring a USB stick. not. <laughs> it's, it's not pre-programmed by any means. Um, it's it's just like a library. Yeah. Um, I do not know what I'm going to play yet. Yeah. I'll, I'll sort of read the crowd and see and see what I can get away with. They're nerds, so you know... Like I, know nerds. I know, I know, I know. Hard, I know it's pretty serious business. Um, but you know what? I've yeah. played pretty nerdy parties before and I play house music. and yeah. fact, I just did it in Belgium. Yeah. And everyone went nuts. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. I wasn't I sure what to expect. Uh, I can go one way or another sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a good night tonight. I mean, as people have a reput- uh, reputation for being... Um, uh, like, purveyors of interesting music. Yeah. Well, obviously, I've got a picture of Bjork in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, And also, uh, like, Sigur Rós and yeah. Jonesy. So, I wouldn't play anything by those artists, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean but they're obviously open minded yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see they also like party as well man we went on a pub crawl with. and this is what you are telling me there's like very few Icelandic people here it's all people from all over the no no there's a lot of Icelandic yeah. people man. oh really yeah we yeah, went okay, drinking okay, them last well.
0: night we did like a big pub crawl thing with them um, yeah and is lot that why you look so bad
3: yeah <laughs> no you always look so bad seriously the, 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 the not viewers yeah there you go what you look
0: yeah no that's awesome right so we play a game on our podcast every week it's called Keyword Count down. right so on IMDB films are categorized by a bunch of crazy keywords right it's uh, so like mad stuff okay. uh, like for like Jurassic Park one of them is like man being lifted into A and stuff like that <laughs> um, so what I've done is I've collected <laughs> I've got five films, 10 keywords each right you and Daniel have to guess what the film is by the keyword okay okay right so this' is film number one two-word title the piano technoir. Oh, uh, 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 uh,
3: police detective.
0: Yeah. Oh,
3: shit. <laughs> I was trying to make ghosts in a shell into two words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, shell. To shell. Go, Go shell.
0: shell. Go shell. <laughs> uh, the other, um, keywords were existentialism, mega corporation, miniskirt. Oh I head, would have got a mini skirt. Head crushed between woman's legs. Oh shit. <laughs> you know what's that? Uh, <laughs> cleavage, technology gone
3: amuck. Weird times? Replicant.
0: No, 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 this is is, is still Blade Runner. I'm I'm still playing. Still Blade Runner. I'm still playing. Okay. Let's go. Phil number two. One word title. Single set production. Single set. Promises. Undressing. (laughs) That's close. 22nd century. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 only <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the other ones were Corrupting Influence of Capitalism, Robot as, Robot as Menace. <laughs> Irritant no, 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 situation. no. This, this is Alien, still Alien, still Alien. Yeah, I know. Um, was it Robot as Menace, Burial in Space, Burial in Space, Alone Against the Odds, Female Protagonist, First of Series. Okay. Film number three. All right, let's go. That's cool. Oh, shit. Right. Uh, Film number three. Two word title. Collectivism. Doesn't <laughs> Freedom fighters. Harbinger's. Wearing sunglasses. That works. Wearing sunglasses inside. Allegory of the cave. Don't head. Very good. <laughs> Jumping between buildings. The Metrics. Yeah. Oh, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's really good.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, the other the other clues for that were prophecy, kung fu, character wearing all black, and pill. Uh, film, uh, no, film number four, just two films after that. Dehumanisation. A. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Soil. Garbage. Character's name in title. Wally. Yeah. Shit. Ah. Amazing. Well done, Daniel. Uh, That's not two words. Uh, no, hand no, hand. No, he, no, he said character's name in title Not two oh, words yeah, uh, yeah. The other, the other Wall-E uh, clues were lifting mail into air, which I love Ecological footprint, iPod Very little dialogue, robot And uh, final one then Number in title 13 Seven. No. 1, 2, 3 <laughs> <laughs> Government oh, 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 oh Refugee camp Oh, uh, 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 it's uh, South African one, two thousands,
1: directorial debut. Oh, um, precinct thirteen. No.
3: No. Oh no. Looking at the camera. Precinct nine. Yeah. Yeah. Precinct thirteen. Nice. That's South African. Yeah, yeah, well, I got it right. Yeah. yeah the,
0: other, the other, clues were looking at the camera, talking to the camera, sweater vest, vomiting, and porn. <laughs> 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 yeah uh awesome thank you very much man that was you're really good. That's thank fun. you so much for playing yeah, yeah. it's a really stupid game that we play every week so that's good <laughs> cheers buddy thanks for
3: talking you're to welcome us. guys awesome. cheers. cheers thank, thank you dude. it's a
1: shame that we weren't able to bring you back that hard-hitting <laughs> frost nixon style <laughs> interview that i'd planned free Fanfest. um i feel like we've let you down yeah i feel like we i have let myself because i've bought a lot of my career on david frost yeah <laughs> Um, Around sixty, I just want to be
0: doing through the keyhole. Yeah. So that's so you heard as well Hodor there doing keyword countdown, um, which is very good. Uh yeah, so that that doesn't count. Anyone doing the actual like points and stuff, that is not a canonical uh keyword countdown. Why? It doesn't count towards the league points. Why well, can't Hodor be on the points? Because then by the end of the season, I'm going to have to get him back in so <laughs> to do a load of keyword countdown. So the average
2: isn't all fucked up. Just include him is fine. He can be the loser. <laughs> all right, I'll put him in the box. Hodor loses. Oh, no. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got, this isn't part of feedback, but we got an email this week that was just subject line, Joe shouldn't be allowed to do keyword countdown. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, <laughs> because I've openly admitted to Googling the synopsis of films. Only horror films, because I don't like watching them. The Do rest you, of them, I, that's I, just yeah, knowledge. Yeah, but also,
1: yeah, not, not the specific one. It's not like doing them all going... Also, if you've yeah, if I'm, you not, were, say, also, I'm not sitting also on my also, weekends also, trying also, to indulge Gav. Also, if you're remembering all that, fair play to you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm amazing. If you're going
1: through <laughs> every horror movie ever
0: made, exactly. it's likely on the like coincidence that I might actually bring that film up. Fair play to you, mate. Go on, yeah. you deserve it. Um, so yeah, that's why we don't have keyword countdown this year. This
1: whoa, <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa, coming back. Don't Hold on, right. completed it. Uh,
0: let's Someone's do some tired.
1: <laughs> let's do some feedback again. Krupa. This is from Ryan Morton. Um, I don't know if I know what this is about. To Rory's Pinocchio Nightmare.
2: Um, Rory, is- I think, fell asleep during Pinocchio and woke up during the donkey sequence. <laughs> and was like, or maybe he fell asleep in another film, woke up during Pinocchio. Basically, funny. it freaked him out.
1: Pinocchio's weird. To Rory's Pinocchio Nightmare, you ever realise that the guy who kidnaps the kids never gets caught? Pinocchio just forgets about it. His friend turned into a donkey and he doesn't care. <laughs> like, or, like, are all donkeys' kids turned and enslaved? What the hell, Disney? (laughs) I suddenly remembered Dale ripping Butte and the Beast a couple of podcasts ago and that in the fight between the villagers and the furniture, a chest eats a man alive and then the wardrobe crushes (laughs) a man into the floor. Like, what happens to the chest when it turns back to a human minutes later? They just have a person digesting in their stomach. What the hell, Disney? I was wondering if you guys can think of any other utterly confusing things from Disney, other childhood things that you don't realise when you see at the target age. I've
2: only just seen this I have to think of it's a tough stuff. question that's the yeah. problem maybe we like, can revisit this yeah like I would I'd, I'd I'd see, the of
1: love to yeah, see
0: send some them feedback in. I want this yeah. to be
2: the new cinema series yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you know what you should
1: actually generally turn that into a feature yeah, most disturbing yeah. things in Disney
2: movies yeah there's got to be something else what What are the disturbing bits of Disney movies have you ever seen Watcher in the Woods no hell was that what's Watcher in the Woods
0: it's a fucking terrifying Disney film
1: really Yeah. that sounds like a Weird, voyeuristic,
0: Disney snuff. Try and watch that this you It's like weekend. Peeping Tom. Like, I, think you, I think you generally watch like them. it. It's like a weird... It's a horror <clears> film. <throat> but Disney made it. It's terrifying. Animated? Uh, no. Like live
2: action. Weird. Yeah. Bonkers. I don't like Disney live action stuff. It yeah. always feels wrong. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, just like, like stick people are trying to, try the to animate Move uh, we'll we'll your arm we'll a little
1: we'll bit. <laughs> get <on the> pot.
0: <laughs> everyone, everyone have a think about that and we'll do it. Um, this is from Joel Eccles. Uh, on the subject of old school games with advertising, after listening to the last week's podcast feedback, you guys mentioned about old games having their brands in the games. I believe Gavin mentioned a Quaver sponsored game. It's called. Pushover. I brought back a lot of, it brought back a lot of memories from my trying to play a game called Zool, which is a gremlin ninja in a crazy colourful candy world. I've later realised that the whole game was not even subtly advertising
2: Chupa Chubbs lollies. He, I, yeah. he included a picture of the main menu, which just has a huge Chubba Chubbs logo on it. <laughs> the idea that it took you a while to notice is astonishing. Um,
0: if you were creating a game, who or what company would you promote, advertise, or would you say no?
2: <laughs> I, I would definitely create an advertising game if I was being paid well enough. Yeah, Ooh, booze. who could you Food's work money. for? Just like, who would I work? I would you make it. Oh, don't make a driving game.
0: I've thought, I've, <laughs> I've thought about this and like, because like, I would. I think I would only ever advertise stuff that I genuinely loved. Like, what do I? I like tea. I like booze. I Like good beer. Yeah,
1: you know, if you're endorsing, you stand by that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, Imagine a game featuring the brew dog. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like exactly. So, oh my god, that's, that's why you like hard. brew dog. Yeah, it sounds a bit like tea. <laughs> I would. Oh, yeah. yeah. BrewDog Punk IPA, like, as much as I hate all, like, They're... copy coming out of BrewDog, like, all the, the stuff written on side their bottles is fucking mental. <laughs> um, but I do love... I think Punk IPA might actually be my favourite beer.
2: To... Um... Um... Uh, to, so in, like that? to invoke another podcast if you listen to the bit of Ellis James and John Robbins where they talk about wackaging no. so wackaging is when people include wacky stuff oh, on their yeah, packaging yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, they, took, they, they brought up you know Innocent Smoothies oh, have the that's one of the worst so they brought that up and yeah. then the next week someone from Innocent had heard it And they changed the side of their packaging, specially for them, to like really boring, straightforward language, and sent them a load, which is amazing. (laughs) I really hope. So, Brewdog, BrewDog, for us, we don't Uh, like your wackaging. Send us some good ones. Brewdog, I advertise Punk IBA, I advertise
0: tea. I don't need to anymore because I'm fucking doing it right now. Uh, And a good apple. I love a good apple. A good
2: cold apple. Jazz versus (laughs) fighting game, just featuring apples fighting. (laughs) That's he never gets advertised. <gasps> well, good apples. Apples. Yeah. Don't eat too. I always aware, find it mean. weird when just a food stuff is has, it? has gets advertised. Like milk. Yeah. I don't like it when milk. It's
1: everywhere, mate. People go buy it anyway. Chill it's out like, for a sec. So, like a few
2: products, so you don't have to advertise. People just have to buy it. Is milk made by the government? It should be. It just seems like <laughs> something that should be governmental. Yeah. <laughs> like Big milk. Yeah. Milk, <laughs> the big like, milk money. If you're making like sour cream, fair enough, that's private. But milk should be should be <laughs> nationalized.
1: sour cream.
0: Yeah.
2: That, that's coming in this under this new government. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking it out.
1: All right, I'll do. Um, thank you very much
0: for listening. I really enjoyed that podcast. I hope you did too. Yeah, if you ever want to get in touch with us, you can. IGNUKFeedback at IGN.com. Send us all the stuff that we asked for this week. And that's it.
1: Thank
0: Bye. you.
2: Bye.